Welcome to episode number 299 of Sleep Whispers. Tonight you'll hear a fade-out episode. I'll first tuck you in with my usual guided relaxation, and then to fade you out, I'll guide you through the preparation of a stuffed lamb dinner menu. I'm Harris, and I hope this podcast helps to tranquilize those restless squirrels in your brain so you can relax and fall asleep. If you would like to try free access to over 400 more of my sleep-inducing episodes, then just use the link in the episode notes or visit my new webpage at soappodcasts.com. You'll also see links to some pillow-friendly headphones and to my newest podcast, Calm Mystery. Tonight's Fade Out is another delightful vintage dinner prep. The last vintage menus I did were in episodes number 271, 235, 203, and 173. So, I do these about every 20 to 30 episodes, which means it was time for another one. Tonight's new menu will include chicken consomme, stuffed lamb, southern potatoes, buttered string beans, and apple cake. This dinner menu is from a 1913 vintage cookbook, so strap on your corset, your hoop skirt, your bowler hat, and your pocket watch, then crawl back into bed and close your eyes. Visualizing the preparation of this meal should help to distract your squirrels from your stressful thoughts so you can fall asleep more easily. If you enjoy podcast episodes about food, then I have another suggestion. It's the wonderful podcast, The Fantastic History of Food. Each episode takes you back in time to a crazy story related to food, such as illegal cheese, eggnog riots, candy plumbers, killer rice, potato propaganda, exploding chocolate, tomato witchcraft, and coconut cults. Just search for 
the fantastic history of food in your podcast player or use the link in the episode notes. Alright, on to my usual tuck-in and then on to tonight's special fade-out to fully tranquilize those pesky brain squirrels. If your lights are on, then go ahead and turn them off. If you have a mobile device, turn off the screen and set it aside while you continue to listen. Adjust your pillows just the way you like them. Adjust your covers and sheets just the way you like them. Go ahead and find a comfortable position. You can lie on your side. You can lie on your back. Or you can lie on your front. Whichever is the most comfortable position for you. Next, relax the muscles in your legs. Relax the muscles in your arms. Relax the muscles in your shoulders. Allow your entire body to melt into your bed. Focus your mind on one good thought from today. It may be something good that happened to you. It may be something good someone did for you. Or it may be something good you did for someone else. This will be the happy thought you'll focus on if you find your mind wandering during the fade-out. Finally, allow your entire body to fully relax. Focus your mind on that one happy thought. And for the next few seconds, Settle your breathing rate to a pace that feels relaxing and comfortable for you. And then I'll begin the fade out. Tonight is a guided preparation of a dinner menu. It is from a vintage cookbook, so some terms and items may be a little outdated, or at least nostalgically quaint. This special menu for tonight includes 
chicken consomme, stuffed lamb, southern potatoes, buttered string beans, and apple cake. As I guide you through the preparation of each menu item, visualize each ingredient and action and hopefully you should feel yourself slowly drifting off to sleep. The first item you will prepare is chicken consomme with macaroni and pimentos. Go ahead and begin by gathering two quarts of chicken consomme, a half a cup of macaroni, and one tablespoon of pimentos to cook and prepare your macaroni. All you really needed to do was cook it in boiling salted water until tender, and then drain it, and if you want to rapidly cool it, just cool it by pouring one cup of cold water on top. To prepare your pimentos, drain them from the can, and then dry them on a towel. pimentos into your consomme hole. Instead, what you want to do is cut them into strips and then cut each strip into small diamonds. Now, just add your macaroni and your cut pimentos to your consomme and heat that to a boiling point. And when you're ready to serve it, just place it into some nice soup cups. Next, you're going to prepare your stuffing that you're going to use for your stuffed lamb. Gather a quarter cup of butter and soft breadcrumbs. Go ahead and melt your butter in some hot water. Then add that melted butter to your breadcrumbs and just toss lightly with a fork. Add the following ingredients in this order. Add in a quarter cup of hot water, one tablespoon of poultry seasoning, one tablespoon of a finely chopped onion, half a tablespoon 
of finely chopped parsley, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. If it doesn't seem moist enough, then go ahead and add in just a little more hot water until you get it to the right texture for you. Now prepare your lamb. Here is what I want you to do. Peel off the outer skin from a breast of lamb. Remove the bones. And now add your stuffing that you just prepared. Shape it into a compact roll. The biggest challenge can be getting it to stay in that compact roll shape during cooking. So a couple options are you can use some toothpicks to hold it in its rolled shape or you can actually try just sewing it so that way it stays in that shape. Now, spread with salt pork fat. Sprinkle a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, and dredge it slightly with flour. Before you place it in the oven, sear the surface somewhat quickly in some more of that hot salt pork fat. In the oven, allow it to cook for one hour and a half. Do remember to baste it often with fat from the pan. When it's ready, and you plan to serve it, I'd suggest adding some sprigs of fresh mint. When you serve it, you're also going to serve it with some sweet potatoes and currant jelly sauce. So, let's go ahead and prepare those next. You'll begin with preparing the currant jelly sauce. To do this, you're going to create brown sauce and then convert that into currant jelly sauce. Begin by gathering two tablespoons of butter, one slice of onion, tablespoons of flour, one and a half cups of brown stock, a quarter of a teaspoon of salt, and one eighth of a teaspoon of pepper. Begin by melting your butter in a saucepan. Now you've prepared the onion 
but you don't have to add it unless you do want onion in there. So adding the onion is very optional. Cook until delicately browned. If you added the onion, now you're going to remove that onion and cook the butter until further richly browned, stirring it constantly. Add your flour, sift it with seasonings, stir it into a paste composition, and then continue browning it. Then pour it on your stock, slowly stirring until it's smooth and glossy. Now, add one half cup of black currant jelly, or if you prefer, you can use red currant jelly. Before you add that, whip it with a fork. Add one teaspoon of lemon juice and Again, if you wish, now you can add a few gratings of onion. Heat that to a boiling point. Boil it for precisely three minutes. And when you're ready to serve it, place it into a sauce boat. Now let's prepare your southern-style sweet potatoes. Begin by peeling some cold boiled sweet potatoes. Cut them lengthwise in slices one half inch thick. Arrange those in layers in a well-greased Cover each layer generously with brown sugar and dots of butter. If you were wondering what was going to make these potatoes southern style, you now know brown sugar and butter. Alright, now add a sprinkle of salt and pepper. Continue doing this until the dish is full. Add one cup of hot water and bake in a hot oven until it is a syrup consistency and the potatoes are brown on top. Now prepared the meat and the potatoes and the consomme. Now you need a vegetable. Something nice and bright and green would be a good addition. So we're going to go with buttered string beans. Begin by removing 
of strings and cut the beans diagonally in one-half inch pieces. Wash and cook in boiling water for about one to three hours. Add some salt during the last half hour of cooking. Drain and dress them with melted butter, pepper, and to taste more salt if needed. Now there is an alternate way to do this, which is of course a lot easier, but your beans won't be as fresh, and that is to use canned beans. The trick with canned beans is don't rinse them from the juice that was in the can, but instead reheat them in the juice from the can. Afterwards, though, of course, you will drain them, dress them lightly with some melted butter, salt, and pepper. You may also want to add a salad to this meal. So, how about a simple cabbage salad? And I want you to only use the center from a firm head of white cabbage. Go ahead and shred that so it's very fine. Cover it with ice water to crisp it up a bit. Once it's cold and crisp, drain it thoroughly and mix that with one medium-sized, thinly sliced Spanish onion. Now you can mix that with some traditional slaw dressing, or if you're feeling a bit bold, use French salad dressing instead. You might be surprised at how pleasant that is. For dessert, you're going to prepare apple cake. Begin by gathering up cups of flour, a half of a teaspoon of salt, a half of a teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of cream of tartar, three tablespoons of shortening one egg, well beaten, seven-eighths of a cup of milk, four tart, fine-flavored apples, three tablespoons of granulated sugar, and lastly, 
teaspoon of cinnamon. Once you have all those ingredients ready, begin by mixing and sifting the dry ingredients in this order. Flour first, then salt, baking soda, and then your cream of tartar. Take the shortening that you gathered and rub that in with the tips of your fingers. Add the beaten egg to milk, but do add slowly, stirring constantly, and then beat until the dough is smooth. Spread your dough evenly in a shallow square layer cake pan to the depth of one inch. Now core, pare, and cut your apples into eighths. Lay those slices in parallel rows on top of the dough. Press the sharp edge of each apple slice into the dough about halfway in. Sprinkle some sugar and cinnamon over the top. Bake in a hot oven 25 to maybe 30 minutes. And now you have a couple options. You can serve it just like that, hot with some butter. Or you could serve it with some lemon sauce. And I'll walk you through how to prepare that lemon sauce in case you do want to add that to this menu. To prepare your lemon sauce, gather up teaspoons of arrowroot, one cup of sugar, two cups of boiling water, one grated rind and juice of a single lemon, one tablespoon of butter, and just a few grains of salt. Now, I want you to mix the arrowroot, the sugar, and the salt together. Pour in the boiling water slowly while also stirring constantly. Cook this over hot water for 20 minutes, continuing to stir constantly for the first five minutes, and then near the end, just give it an occasional stir. When done, just remove it from your range. Add lemon juice, the rind, and some butter 
in small bits. Now beat all that together well, and when you're ready to serve it, serve it hot. All right, you've now prepared your entire dinner menu. Just take any of the chilled items that you prepared out of the fridge. Place all of your menu items into the suitable serving dishes. Place lids on the warm dishes and add appropriate serving utensils to each item. I hope you and your imaginary guests have a pleasant dinner. This is the end of tonight's Fade Out episode. I hope you are deeply relaxed. If you'd like to listen to many more Fade Out episodes, right now, then peek in the episode notes, or visit silkpodcasts.com, or perhaps you are now ready to fall deeply asleep. If so,